Does it Mongo Jerry or a Bulltaser? And most of the time, they leave it at cats. They leave it at cats. This is Podcats, the pod about cats. Uh, I am TV's Kevin Lanigan. I'm Cat Scott. I have a lot of cat motifs, and this is uh, this is a cameo of. Oh hi, I'm Jace. Woo! <laughs> it's Jace Woo. Uh, oh my and... god! If that was my last name, that'd be awesome. Yes. What is your last name, Jace? My last name is Ziv. But... And what's your Instagram? It's 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 at Jason Ziv. We are J A C E N. Fucking Z I E V. We are. I did not realize that the blood train was leaving the station. I felt very put on immediately. I don't know how this. It's it's like the subway doors are fucking closing <laughs> and it just takes right the fuck off. I feel like uh, my hand just got caught between the doors, you know. <laughs> and you're like, don't leave me. And your shit, <laughs> your head is hanging out. And you're like, hey, Jason's F. Uh, yeah, so we're all we're all musical theater connoisseurs. Sure, that's some, a word for it. Some of us are further along in our journey than others, but <laughs> there's no need to compare because we all have the passion for it and the love of musical theater. Uh, Jason was in the production of Cats twice. Yes. Uh, what what uh what are our years? Where are we in our yes? Because normally the first question on the show, what is your relationship, if any, mm-hmm. to the musical Cats? You are by far. Can you ask me after? The most involved. Sure. <laughs> uh, you are by far the most actually involved in Cats. It is. Pat. It is the closest s- to the pulse. It, it's so weird. So okay, first time I did Cats, I was in a super illegal production of it in. <laughs> Little <laughs> exactly, right. Amazing. It was in fourth grade. Um, Christ! <laughs> it oh, was. That, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. As an audience member, that sounds hellish. <laughs> it's one of those things, I still have pictures from it. It was actually one of those things because it was just like, the community was like very into theater where I grew up. Wow. And so like... People would come in being like, oh, great, we're going to go see, like, my child's and cats. I got to go, you know, be there and support them. Expecting, like, cardboard cutout ears on a headband. For sure. But it was fully, like, full airbrushed costumes. Like, we spent three hours doing face paint. They were full headpieces. Like, it was this whole production thing. Were you good? No. (laughs) Who were you? Fourth grade. I was... Which cats? Which was which cat? I was I was a cat named Gus. Which Gus the theater cat? No, I was not Gus the theater cat. What the exactly fuck are you telling? Me? They cut that song. You're Gus too. And I was just a cat named <laughs> Gus. Did you do anything? Not a spare. I was I was a tumbler. So like I did gymnastics when I was in elementary school. So I didn't were, know like, this. You were a tumbler, so it was just gifs of Sherlock. No, oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> part. Do you see gifs? I do. Wow. Like the peanut butter. That's not correct. That's a J. Uh, G makes both sounds. I'm not, ha- I don't want to hear this argument. <laughs> George. Again, I've, I've heard this enough Guinea times. pig. Gus. George. I hate Both this. G, both name, Jif. It's George is fine. Jif? I don't think I can continue. There's E after G in both of those in George. I think I'm done with this now. We're, we can move on. Anyway. Jim. A- Jim with a G? J-Y-M. Okay. That's a Y. I'm gonna... We're gonna move on. Cat, you're staying. <laughs> I, I feel like this Say. is a perfect spectrum the way we're lined right up right here. now. <laughs> it's the GIF, neither, and GIF. You feel attacked on both <laughs> sides, and that's how it's supposed to be. I want out. I want to leave. I want to leave my skin. <laughs> Whoa, I broke the couch. Um, uh, but yes, so fourth grade, I was a tumbler. I did, I did gymnastics. I didn't so, know this. Yeah, they had like... 
It's a limber. They had gymnastics in a fourth grade illegal production of Cats, and it was... <laughs> No, it was wait. wild. When you say illegal production of It cats. was illegal. There were no purchase I'm rights. picturing it being outside <laughs> with like a guns. black market. Here, get yeah. your ticket. Yeah, you open up <laughs> French coats and that's where the songs live? And you're uh. fucking in fourth grade. I love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that was my first introduction to cats, which I must follow up with a theory that there was a theater I grew up with later after that when I was a bit older. How much older? Um, several years. It's where I met our mutual friend, Emma. Mm-hmm. Hi, Emma. Hey, Emma. What's good? There's a theater called Lake Worth Playhouse in Lake Worth, Florida. It does really great productions. It's a tiny little community theater that has the caliber far above the average community theater. It's very cool. Oh. Fun fact, Burt Reynolds got his start there. Um, ah. yeah. In that production of Cats? No. <laughs> <laughs> they never did Cats there. Hey, the uh, previous artistic director, Jody, hated Cats and promised to never do it there. She's no longer the artistic director, so it's so cats free reign. It could come. But she would always... It was either her that said it or someone around there that said something that the cat about what they called the Cats theory, where it's mm-hmm. if you're introduced to Cats at a young age, you love it. If you're sure. not... You hate it. I'll, I'll circle sure. back to this when you get yeah, to me. And you that. Um, yeah, now you need to top everything that Jason's doing. Oh, God. <laughs> I but, need better. <laughs> yeah, my most recent endeavor with Cats was a uh, production in New Hampshire at Interlakes Summer Theater. Uh, and it was original Broadway choreography, choreographed and directed by a man by the name of Chaz Walcott, who some of you may know from So You Think You Can Dance or the filmed Newsies tour. Well, um, and it was a wild journey. We had costumes done by Mia Siegert, who also did the costumes when Cats was referenced on two shows, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. The costumes were done. An incredible Cats joke. No matter what you think of that show, an unbelievable Cats. And then joke. the other one. There was another one. I can't believe I'm blanking out on it. There was another very popular TV show. Oh. My crazy ex-girlfriend also did ah! Those were also her costumes. She, uh, they also did the costumes with their hubby uh, for when um, what's his name? He did stuff oh. with RuPaul Ooh. recently. Asking the wrong oh guy. My God. I'm sorry. Cats, do you know cats? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I don't know. good point. They've done, they've done costumes for cats a whole bunch of times. They also sell a bunch of. Costumes for stuff like figure skaters and such like that. They do great work. They're on Etsy. Check them out. Mia Siegert Arts? Question mark. I don't remember their actual handle. I'm sorry. If you search Mia Siegert S E G E R T, I'm sure you'll find them. But that was a wild experience because that was very true to your original production. I still have my tail. I'm still in contact with a bunch of people from that cast. Um, and there's a lot of fun cats trivia I learned from that because that was very close to the source of like original choreo, like, there's the cultures being passed down with this production, so a lot of weird stuff. The cultures being passed down. The The theater! Rich, textured history, a beautiful explanation of two productions of Cats. Thank you so much. Uh, Cats, it's your turn! Yes! So... So, Cats is near and dear to me. Uh, speaking to Jace's theory that if you were introduced at a young age that you would love Cats, mm-hmm. I was... <laughs> and I was a young boy. Period. I was. <laughs> I wasn't done. I was doing a dramatic pause and you didn't let me. Too dramatic, um, too pausy. <laughs> I, I was a young child and I was four or five maybe and I went on this I went on this fishing trip, but I'm allergic to fish. 
And <laughs> and so when I got into <laughs> I just in my head speaking on bread. Irony. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was allergic to fish when I was in the river. And I was I was looking looking for looking Well for, son, I know you're allergic to both cheese and grapes, but we're going on a wine and cheese flight and you're gonna participate. So I was in the river and I was young and allergies were new because it was the nineties and mm, new and exciting. <laughs> we learned about allergies. <laughs> and I was wading through the river, uh when casting, we thought milk was healthy. Casting my yeah because of the propaganda anyway. because of Michael Jordan he had the mustache oh yeah we all remember two propaganda also the yeah there was propaganda around dairy but back to my fishing story Please. so I was fishing and and in order to fish in this river uh, people would like put their fish bait like chopped up pieces of fish so that the cannibal fish would like chomp on the bit of the fish it's a fishy fish world yeah it's a fishy fish mm, world and and preach. so and so. Uh, because of that, I was allergic to said, uh, protein and I just like burst out in hives. I was just like a full, full body hives and I was very young. You became one hive. I was a hive. (laughs) I was a hive mind and I was left in the motel room with a VHS of cats and a fuck ton of Benadryl. And so I, I, at a young, young age started hallucinating while watching mm-hmm. cats mm-hmm. and then from that moment on I created a cult in my preschool playground <laughs> of others to follow me <laughs> and our our dogma was Cats the Musical. Wow. I made everyone around us sing Cats the Musical. You. I had a twinkie best friend mm. Sam Wexler and he and I were the ring cats and so we would just sing cats. So like and a then, ringleader cat of yeah, cats? Yeah. Yeah. And so then we had two boys who were dogs, and they would chase us around the playground. I don't know. They were just dogs, and they would chase us around, and we were cats. Uh, We were five. So it wasn't wasn't too sophisticated. You don't respect the lore. (laughs) How dare you? T.S. Eliot wrote of jellical cats and pollicle dogs. You defied the canon. Okay, I, this dogma. is a pretty good anecdote, so oh, if you keep so shitting good. on it... <laughs> no, I'm, we're adding color text, flavor text. Um, so, okay, well, so I started a cult at age five, but I guess it wasn't good enough because I didn't have polycule Did anyone dogs. die? <laughs> um, and... <laughs> to be fair, polycule dogs is the number that's cut most frequently from cats. As... Well, it should be. Yeah, yeah because it's a cat purist show. <laughs> oh, it's also just this no weird war song. It makes no sense. Um, so that's my association with cats. Then when my mom Your was... Cult. <laughs> did anybody die? Like, did you guys kill anybody? Not to my knowledge. As, like, a cult? But they if we did, the they Go prob- to the dog pound? They probably covered it up if we did, because we were five, and they didn't want us to be affected. They couldn't implicate it back to you. Yeah, and also, like, five-year-old murderers, like, you don't want to... I just had a weird, If like, you murdered someone at age five, like, you wouldn't tell that five-year-old that you murdered someone, because that would fuck them up forever. adorable. Um, they also, didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> I don't know. This is a weird train of thought, so I'm going to go back to cats, as usual. Um, my mom <laughs> was a Kappa Alpha Theta, K-A-T, That's and meow. because she was a Kappa Alpha Theta, I also was a Kappa Alpha She was a Kappa Alpha Theta, and because of that, her friend rewrote cats for their sorority that they performed in the 80s as like a recruiting thing. Oh, I'm sorry. That is fucking terrifying. (laughs) So a bunch of sorority girls from the 80s 
re like with cats rewritten so that it's like a hybrid of Southern California Valley Girl uh, culture and cats yeah. in like skin type. But it was like also really true to the <laughs> lyrics. So it was, yeah, it was a sorority cats. And those are my two associations. And then moving forward, also, um, when I was hitting my, my bottom alcoholically, I went and I saw the Cats revival, and I bought, like, $80 of, like, alcohol and merch for Cats, and just fully leaned into the surrealism of (laughs) Now, several follow-up questions, but you you can go ahead. I want to chime in. It's very short. I just, for some reason, my brain made a connection between a cult and, like, you know, drink the Kool-Aid, dairy propaganda, and Cats. And the 90s. Mm-hmm. And, and the was, 80s. And the 80s. Well, but the, the it's... Y- y'all remember those ads for Got Milk? Of yeah. course. That's, yeah, that's what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. The, the straight up milk Are you saying there's propaganda. a connection between Got Milk and cats? Are you saying those ads paid for by the milk lobby and put up in schools across America? What I'm saying <laughs> is they're actually a cult. Cats love milk. I see what you're saying. Mm. There's a connection. Here. Oh my! They. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spools of yarn and pictures are being put up on the wall. Lines are being drawn. Spools of yarn. Another great cat reference. Ah! Truly. Um. I. Okay. So follow-up question. Is yeah. there any chance that your mom still has like the lyric yes. sheets for yes. this? Yes. Yes. I know this. Okay. I. In Can- fact. I'm going to a wedding next week. I am seeing the mom who wrote this. She would love this. Her name is Jay Rogovin. She lives in Beverly Hills, and she would love... What's her address? I'm sorry. <laughs> 90210? <laughs> Zip code, probably 90210, and she would love you. to take this out from the... Yeah, I'm. The, if we can dust off the old archive, because that would be another, like dream of my because one there's, was getting someone who is in cats which we are accomplishing today just, just there's only one version of cats that sounds scarier to me than what you're talking about and that's the new movie <laughs> i can't wait to talk about the new movie what is your other follow-up we will get it my my other it's just a, a following up on your first viewing experience of cats i was young at such a tender young age <laughs> and yes high off of your mind which is truly Which the way sense. to experience cat- Like, I am not normally, like, a take drugs and watch stuff kind of guy. That's not usually my M.O. I like to... Sense, I like the oh, sober experience. It? But cats? This makes absolute perfect... The more hallucinogens that you can put into yeah. your body. And that's probably why I watched this new revival oh. and was like, I need to be drunk for this. For sure. I don't... And <laughs> I remember, like, towards the end of it being, like... This doesn't make any fucking sense, and also I'm kind of sad now, but, like, I think there is no way to avoid that. You're either, like, you're... you're it's a fucking depressing <laughs> show. I'm sorry. It is about cats deciding which one of them to kill and go to heaven. Kill and be reborn. If they no, get to come back no, as a they new go to cat. the heavy side layer. I mean, it's implied that they're reborn, but yes. they're killing a fucking cat. The Lord. Yeah, but yeah, it is a it is a a, a horrible it's discussion a- of which cat is going to die, and each cat presenting their individual it's case. Like, Kill for me. Why Choose me. Here, I'm a terrible murdered. person. And it ends up being. A, a fairly old cat named Grizabella. Not the oldest cat in the production. There are at least no. two old cats. But Grizabella is supposed to be super old. Well, but actually, is always cast like medium old. Well, so technically, she's not supposed to be old. 
she used to be a very like famous cat within the community. A glamorous the, cat. A glamorous of cat. So is she a chlamydia cat now? Is she no, like young? No, she but actually like, in, wow. in a relationship to drugs. Yet again, she's supposed to be this kind of cat that had this beautiful run-in with fame, and uh, then turned to drugs oh. and bottomed, and mm. completely ruined her life. So she's not necessarily supposed to be old. Okay. She's supposed to be disheveled and like aged and withered, oh. but not necessarily old. Nice. So all those wrinkles and stuff, that's just more like that's heroin. heroin. Yeah, no, <laughs> dead ass when we were going through it, the the word that came up frequently was heroin. She heroin. Did a bunch cat. Of heroin. She's a heroin cat. Wow. Um, and one and of they, those. We all know she them. She comes back. <laughs> we see them on the subway like, every day. And she begs for, you know, like, please take me back in. You know, like, I've bottomed out and I don't know what to do and I'm searching for community. And they're like, but, like, you left us and, like, But, like, you're jealous. gross. Yeah, you're gross and there's maybe even some jealousy under that or whatever. You know, stuff we have along those lines. Now. And they eventually wow. are like, no. Should we do Mungo Jerry and Rumpel teaser? Do, shall we dive in? Uh, let's cue up the smart TV. It's wow. smart. Let's y'all, kick it off. Y'all can't see this, but we can. Yeah, we can see. That we're watching the full, like, VHS version. I love the Ritz Crackers box in the background. I think this is the revival, though. They're small, you see. But this is, like... This was the, not the revival. Oh, what is this? This was the filmed version that was released separately from yeah. both productions. What year? 98 yes. is the VHS tape, I believe. This is the 98 one? Yes. It looks so clear. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Spare no expense. Yeah, they're two they cats. Did. They're fucking around. They did. Well, the thing that's also cool about this version is it's the original choreo too. This is exactly the choreo I did with my production. Now, is this filmed version one of the English versions? Because they are making a meal of these English acts. I don't think they're actually English. They are fully... We are getting some, like, Act 1 My Fair Lady shit from this. Uh, and they are they are just absolutely cranking up those cockneys. Cockney kittens. And we like to wear socks and we play in the garden. And it's like, okay, okay we get it. <laughs> we, sorry, this is I, I think it's also put on a bit. <laughs> it's put on a bit extra too. You can tell that this is done. Uh, the vo- the vocals are done in post. Like yeah, because oh really? Yeah, it's ADR for sure. It's a- yeah, absolutely ADR. Especially you can see it a little bit at one point. Yeah, you, the, there's the one part where his uh, Mungo Jerry's mouth doesn't line up. Properly. Also, hers does that at some. Yeah. Uh, wow. So I performed this number. This is why I picked wanting to jump on for this one. For sure. Uh, is my ex girlfriend and I performed this uh, in a drag number together. Can you now that drag is not a, a a community that I'm very like intimately familiar with? Sure. I've not seen a lot of drag shows. This Can was... you kind of tell us what this looked like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll provide you a link to uh, to some of the pics too, so oh! you can put it up on your Patreon, nice. um, and we can get pics of your show. We'll just we'll have, have a whole we'll have a gallery for your for your wow. supporters. Wow. Digging, yeah, yeah. yeah. Find the links in the description of this episode. Yeah. You're if... welcome, town. Um I was <laughs> it's, that's from Heathers. Oh okay. I've been co opting that line for a while until nice. someone finally is like, oh so I was in a small town drag community in St. Louis, Missouri with uh, a lot of queers, and it was kind of like how all the queers... But it wasn't like cis gay man drag. It's actually very 
much more genderqueer than that, um, at least the community that I was part of. There's still, like, that pocket, but mm. the ones that are, like, organizing all the time and putting shows together all the time are a lot more, like, non-binary, genderqueer, and, like, it's across... drag kings, maybe? Yeah, like, a lot of drag kings. Um, and most of the drag kings are of origin from this one drag king named Ryder, who, like, would do these, like, drag events at all of the different St. Louis colleges and then us like baby gays would like see uh. him and be like we want to be you and fuck you and he's a professor <laughs> at the same time he's a professor <laughs> yeah he's a professor at one of those schools too um and so he's an organic chemistry professor by day as like a femme that's so cool femme lesbian wow. organic chemistry professor by day and then sexy drag king by night and it's more of a pop punk scene in oh, st so louis good. like it's a lot of like panic at the disco my chemical romance oh for sure i my the first bar i ever went to was indeed a drag show it was attitudes yeah attitudes um and i had to leave because there were flashing lights i just like had yeah. epilepsy so i had to like run fleeing from uh the building but yeah, the first bar I ever went to that wasn't also like a restaurant, like with my family, um, was freshman year at Webster University. We rode down to the St. Louis uh, bar Attitudes. Uh, there were not enough seats available, so I rode in the trunk, uh, and yeah. I got trunked all the way down. Was this when uh, Attitudes was eighteen and up? Because uh, it waffles back and forth. Yeah, it must have been because we were all freshmen and we got in. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I I have quote unquote met. Writer, writer would never be able to pick me out of the lineup. Right, but we right. did beat once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so um, we thought about performing this at Attitudes. We ended up performing it at a different space called Gray Fox Pub, which is very, like, dive bar, but, like, everyone's just, like, really obsessed with the, like, environment there because it's very welcoming and they, they let you do, like, uh, amateur, like, first-time drag every Thursday night. Oh, I love that. And so... Jade and I performed separately, and then we were like, hey, we have these cats costumes. Can we do a duet number? Neither of us care about winning this competition tonight, but we really want to do this. And so she uh, was Rumple Teaser. I was Mungo Jerry. I had, like, a little bow tie and, like, suspenders, and she had some furry corset situation on and sure. we like stole some of the choreography from this and yeah. it was uh, really yeah. really really watered down oh, um, but, it, but this... it was so fantastic we like crawled through the audience a lot and yep. like crawled on top yep. of our friends yep. and just yep. did, just did some like cats fuckery and you didn't do the part where you're both somersaulting interconnected oh, like the they're cartwheels? about to do in this show i this... asked about it Yo. and we ended up not <laughs> but we did this weird butt scoot that they do in this it's so fun they're like i can play it i Let's guess play, play them cats we are in it's so cool. I'm afraid you must wait and acting at tomorrow. The joint is Yeah, right there. I've been sitting with it for a minute. What does and it's that scene in The Princess Bride where the old woman's like, Boo! Boo! Bow down to her! 
bow down. It's exactly what it we sounds like. It hits my ear the right way. Yeah. I'm always talking about Princess. We Bride. were talking about Princess Bride because we were trying to figure out who Christopher Guest was in Princess. Uh, the Six Fingered Man. Yeah, Humperdinck is the no, other. No, I one of them. Yeah, the Six Fingered Man is Christopher Guest, the one that yeah. uh, the the the. Maybe yeah. Kutinka tries to kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a kick. Rumble teasers. I'm a little bummed that they zoom in right there because Rumble teasers eat her damn face. Like the legs on that part of it. I just remember that my my sibling did a musical about like children working in this post apocalyptic warehouse and Beautiful. and they didn't know they couldn't see the outside world it was very like city of ember or like whatever gotcha. and so they they had to just like use their creative minds they're like you're specially chosen because you're all creative. And so they're like, yeah. And then they like gave them a bunch of junk, and they're like, repurpose this junk. Think of something that's like helpful for it. And there was this number that they did that was like about like sneaking and like stealing some snacks late at night. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it and being like, that is literally the Mungo Jerry Rumble Teaser choreography. There's no way that's not. And I, so I asked them about it's it. No and they asked Illusion. them about it. And they were like, yeah, when I talked to the choreographer, I literally said, watch Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser and just do that. It's kind of what this number is, though. They're just being like, yeah, we steal shit and break stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. They steal stuff. So they're not the only cats that steal stuff in the show, because, of course, no. we have the cavity comma the mystery cat. Well, he's... But he steals all kinds of things, including Judy Dench at one point. Spoilers for Cats the movie. <gasps> um, but what? We have... So these are like... They steal stuff because they're like a mystery. They steal stuff because they 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 just kind of get like this little. They're, they're reckless. Little, they're little. They're reckless. They like the danger. It's really hard to talk about this without like moving around like a cat because like. Oh my god. If you're like listening to it in the podcast, you can't see the like mischievous like. The cat like, paws, the cat, soft paw, the, the hard soft paws, paws. Yeah, the like the different claws that they. There's do. a full. There is a full like. Taught reality of what you do with your hands and cats, like when you do it. There's, like, we took, like, a moment, yeah. like, to... First, like, there was a time where we were like, okay, cool, in order to get used to the space, you took, like, an hour to, like, walk around as a cat, and then the choreographer director walked around and, like, helped us, like, find what was actually more, like, appropriate for stylistically, and mm-hmm. then there was even a time where we spent just a dedicated moment to talk about hands and when to use which hands. It's yeah. this whole... Can you describe them? Some are, like, fingers. Yeah, well, there's soft paw. Which is kind of like a gentle cup. You're holding water in your hand. A yeah. soft paw. Yeah, not not quite like, you know how, like, uh, for some reason the image coming to my mind is like when you're brushing your teeth and you, like, go to rinse your mouth and if you use your hands like a cup. Mm. If you only do one and then soften it just a touch, so it's like maybe like... A, a gravy boat. Yeah, sort of gravy boat shaped. Very soft, very like that, and then flip your hand over so it's like... Almost like a turtle shell, I guess. Ah, so your knuckles are showing. Yeah, your knuckles are showing. That's like a soft paw. You know, maybe a slight bend at the wrist. That's a soft paw. That's just kind of like where... (laughs) That's just kind of where you keep your hands for most of the show. Sure. Kinky cat. Um, So you're not... You never... You are 
No people hands. Never people hands. Your thumbs are always, always, always in. Oh. Not under. In. A punch to the sides, you know? Yeah. Okay. As if they don't exist. As if they're Basically. vestigial. Yes, I mean, cats do have six toes often, but... I see. Um, it's it's a way to keep it there. The only time that they would separate is for if you are doing the claw, but that's still very much you keep your thumb. And when do you do a claw? Oh, my God. Macavity. Anytime you see Macavity or there's a cat that, you know, if you pick... For, a lot of the show is actually just not stuff the audience gets. It's just the different cast members, like, relating to other cats. So you have a sure. relationship with everybody on stage. Mm. They're not all good. They're not all bad. Some of them are siblings. There's actually the the, the very young cats. There's the middle-aged cats. There's the older cats. Sure. And then there's the really old cats. Um, and those are all established. Uh. When we started, we were actually... Each cat was given a piece of paper that had certain characteristic words associated with that character. What was yours? Oh god. I was one of I was actually one of the really young cats. Mm. Uh, the joke that the A kitten. A kitten if you will. Yes, the director kept referring to me as a bisexual kitten, which was funny because I was a cat that would basically flirt and be playful with just about any cat mm. that came close to me. Ooh, that's cute. Mhm. It was fun. Uh there was also stuff going on. I, you would, you could, you could take control over your narrative because so much of it wasn't stuff that the audience was getting. It wasn't verbal. It yeah. wasn't sounds. It was just like stuff. Blue Man Group is a lot like that too. They have a lot of games. Blue Man Group. It's yeah. super improvised. Oh, that's fun. Um, it reminds me of these improv exercises you do at UCB, where it's like take on the characteristic of any animal you yeah. want. So you pretend to be a pig mm-hmm. or like whatever. And there is something about the hands that like really gets you it gets really... you into it. Like you do the claws, but you also like you straighten up, you do the thing. Like it's just it's so Blue Man group they do that where like because they don't speak or do anything besides be blue men and like play instruments <laughs> and eat marshmallows and stuff. Yeah. Like they don't really like talk. Um, so they'll play games with each other. Like, one of the games that I distinctly remember from Cherubs, this was my mentor, who was a blue man group. Um, he, a blue he man himself group. was a blue man group. <laughs> he was a blue man of group. And, and then you would, group. And class would end, you would clap, and he'd be three men again. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, so he was our improv teacher. And a lot of, a lot of us are off, off doing comedic things now, um, so I'm proud of him, but... And his wife is, like, a super producer. She produces all these Broadway shows and wins Tonys every year. And he's a child wrangler, which is a scary title, but he <laughs> takes care of the kids of uh, of the Lion King and makes sure that they're, like, cared oh. for. Um, but anyway, this is the one anecdote. He and his his other group groupies, the blue... The blue... Blue folk. The blue, blue men. Folks, the blue men would... Um, like decide which dog breed they were before they would go on and, and they wouldn't like tell each other and then at the end they would like guess like what dog breed they had been and it was very similar it was like the way that they like held their hands or they like interacted with each other uh. and so they would play these I- improv games like throughout blue man group that like the audience wouldn't know about but it would keep them oh but it's so it's just it, you can tell that there's something else going on it's really great for sure it's all very interesting all this all this hand business it reminds me there's so many like characters in big movies now like Doctor Stranger, Scarlet Witch, that like have all this hand business. I have to go to, um, and there are now like hand coaches who are like on set, and it was like, oh. eh, you need different hand business, and they'll like work on their hand business so that it looks coordinated like unto itself. I immediately go to Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. Just oh, the, the hand distinction business. of his hands in that movie is so 
wild. Like to he me, is doing a lot of like rumple teaser shit. It's very <laughs> his hands yeah. like very pontificating. Like random fingers are sticking out in directions that you wouldn't yeah. expect them to. I'm not talking about Johnny Depp for a while. Yeah. I'm taking a Johnny Depp break. <laughs> a sabbatical from the Depp. <laughs> yeah, That's fine. pulling ourselves out of the depths. We That's understand. Fine. Ayo. Yeah. Um, should Ooh, we nice. finish this yeah, and then? And then we can chat about whatever the fuck we okay. want. Yeah, exactly. Oh, to be me. I also want to know what your relationship to cats yeah. is. Uh, this movie being played in my drama class once, <laughs> and then that trailer coming out, and my whole life changing. Cat. It was my Jerry. and. Seven interlocked cartwheels. Oh, they're both little snacks. Like these cats, so that's that's uh, a, a, an example where they would use more of a claw. Like, get out of here, you freaking mangy cat! Scream! Yeah, scream! Wow, Shane, get out of my face! Shane. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. One of the, I was saying earlier that's very clearly ADR'd. Uh, sure. That's also because this number. I mean, there's also the tap dance in Jenny Anidas song, uh, but but those I have two a Gumby are, cat in mind. Mm-hmm. Those two songs. I know songs. the original. I've ha- I've hung out with her. She is super weird, and uh, <laughs> she lives in. I think she lives in something California. She does stuff in So SoFlow Theater. Oh wow! And she's like a voice acting coach or whatever. But she's also a quote functioning alcoholic. Um, so yeah, she's yeah. she's a hoot. Dragger. <laughs> but yeah, this this choreo is intensely cardio. I don't know how else to say that. Like. Everyone in this looks fit as fuck. Oh, I lost so much weight doing cats just by doing it. Right. Um, like, but, like, these two would walk off stage. Like, you know, they're keeping it together. They just did their seven cartwheels across the stage. Jesus. Which brings me to another thought, but that's different. Do the butt, do the butt. I was going to go to the butt stuff. Do the butt stuff. Do the butt stuff. They would come off stage and they'd just be, like, panting because it's so much work. For sure. I can't believe they're singing and doing this. It's nuts, which is why it's so clear to me that they were like, we're going to go back and re-record the audio so you can get in some good notes. I mean, the two people that did it, uh, uh, Andrew Purdy and Chris, uh, it's okay. Chris. It's oh my right. god, what's your last name? While you're, okay. you're stuff it's it's the difference between an original cast recording and seeing a show live. Where, like, when you listen to an original cast recording, you want it's very vocals. clear you want the vocals to come through above everything. Whereas when you see a live Christine production... Christine Palka! We did it. I killed time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, when you see a live production, because of the dancing and the panting and the breaths, it's yeah. going to be different. It's going to be less clear or, like, crisp musically in like yeah. their their yeah. lyrics but they're doing a bunch of other shit yeah oh my gosh speaking of christine palka i'm not trying to at her i adore her she's this little like unless she's a patreon she's not gonna hear this. right she's a little fire no this podcast for everyone oh did you think this was just for patrons well i'm used to that this show is going up for all humans to hear hello everyone <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i love cats continue <laughs> uh not to at her she is 
this fantastic little firecracker of a performer. And she also has, uh, <laughs> she's lactose intolerant. So the amount of, like, fart and poop jokes that happened were monumental, especially considering that for these seven cartwheels, they are ass to face. They are, like, fully in each other's booty cracks. Yeah, you're getting some pink eye. Uh, <laughs> so they were also, pra- when they were practicing that, that was a common joke that we heard. You know, there was videos of them going through that and doing all that work, which was wild. But one of my favorite moments reflecting on this show, this is the anecdote Cat was talking about, yes. is there uh, during the Gus, the theater cat song, most of the cats kind of just lounge around stage, kind of basically take a nap. Like, it's the one time where you're like, all right, now breathe, because you've been running around stage. Sure. Um, and I would lay up on top of this, like, seven-foot platform, and I would put my head over the edge, because I decided that my cat was one of those weird cats that doesn't meow, but makes really strange noises and lays in really bizarre positions. Yeah, that... Yeah. And I, so I had my head leaning over the edge... And one of the shows, all of a sudden, I felt someone crawling over me. And I was like, so I pop my head up and I look, and it's Rumpelteaser. And I was like, hey, what's up? And she, like, stops while, like, basically laying on top of me. You get very close to this cast because you're, you're rubbing up on everyone and all that stuff. She just leans in and she goes, I just farted right on Purdy. And I'm leaving before he notices. <laughs> so she farted on Mungo Jerry and then left her perch, crawled over me, and then I hear it. Now there's this song going on. It's this beautiful aria. And I just hear Christine Palka just giggling. And she has such a distinct laugh. And it was such a beautiful memory. And that, to me, is the essence of Cats. It's, you never know what the fuck's going to happen within the cast while so, all the focus is being directed towards two people. Mm. And it's, it was just so funny that she just starts cackling about how she farted on her. Cats! We love stories from cats. We love stories from Cat, singular. Hey. With a K. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you want to retract now that you know this podcast is for everybody? I don't think so, but I also have no, like, reflective uh, abilities. I don't really have a short-term memory. We'll find out when the controversy breaks, when the when the levy breaks. Uh, so I feel like, is there anything else that you all want to bring to this? Episode? I guess if guess this is going out to the huge population, uh, my Instagram is... Yeah, are we doing the plugs? <laughs> uh, we're doing whatever. If there's any other topics on Cat, or Cats the Movie that y'all want to bring I do forward. want to talk about Cats the Movie. Um, For sure. So oh my god! Watching the, uh, watching the trailer was something. So I had just seen Midsommar and I realized while watching the trailer of Cats that it's the same energy. Same energy as Midsommar? Same energy. Uh, uh, can you elaborate on that further? I think... <laughs> no. <laughs> Let the scholars debate then. I think if you watch Midsommar and then you go and you watch the Cats trailer immediately after, you will be struck by how it's the same energy. I don't see it, but I do also you see the correlation. Do, you didn't do it, though. You I didn't, didn't do it I didn't do it the same way, but I will say, I can't, with my removal from it, I do see how they are both very bad trippy. It's, like, uncanny in the way. Mm-hmm. I think the worst part is, is her name Jennifer... Hudson. 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 It was uh, Grizabella. Grizabella, yes. Dream Girls, Jennifer Hudson. I think that is the worst part, is seeing her sad... Why is she so scary? Her her crying face as a cat, and... They did the worst on her. That was just... 
I just fucking awful. And then what I'm really not excited for is uh, is Taylor Swift. I think that's cheap. <sighs> Bomb so ballerina. She was almost she's, in that late. She's not ballerina. That's how she ends mm. up here. Right. Is because Which, she was almost Eponine. I think. Okay. I I just have to say both. Of those, like, if she was Eponine in Les Mis, terrible casting. The fact that she is Victoria in Cats, terrible casting. Uh, also, a weird switching of the name of it. I just, okay, so... You're in some deep Cats lore I'm in some deep follow. Cats lore. There's, there's this the all-white ballerina cat, right? Uh-huh. That's Victoria. She okay. doesn't say shit in the right. entire show. She is a prima ballerina. They have one in the movie. They have... Yeah. I forget her name because I'm a terrible she theater person. She seems like the... She's not a famous. She is the most featured person in the. the she's no. She, she's, she's famous. Like she's famous in the ballet world. Sure. She's like the prima ballerina of some. But in the trailer, she's also the most like has the most screen time. She's, she's technically like supposed to be very close with Mr. Mistopheles. I think okay. they're they're like the prince and the princess of the cat's world. Sure. That's the lore that nobody gets when you watch the show. That's nope. like what you get. That's the other thing. Cats is a show where, like, I would do it again in a heartbeat. It is so much fun to do Cats. If someone says, hey, do you want to go see Cats? I'd be like, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, mm. it's But wild. to do Cats. But to do Cats, which I'll also, I'll get to in a second. But, like, Victoria is the ballet cat. And to have Taylor Swift play Victoria and then, I guess... Have somebody else be a different all white cat? No, um, no, that white cat that is the like main focal point of the trailer is not Taylor Swift. No, it's not. That's Taylor Swift is the one with the catnip thermos, right? Which is, but she's Bombalerina. But Bumbel, which doesn't make any Bumbal- sense. Bombalerina does Macavity with. Um, oh, uh, I could see her doing Macavity. Yeah, but it's, she's a bad casting choice again because that that is supposed to be like a very like. Sexy vixen. Bomb Ballerina is the vixen cat. Like, yeah. there, I, there's the other one. Like that the does furry a... cat. The oh. thing that makes cats furries is that character. Yeah. Um, oh, Rum Tum Tugger is my favorite song. Who's playing? Jason Derulo. That's one of the only things I'm actually excited about because Jason Derulo well, actually has a background in musical theater. He's a cl- trained ballet and tap dancer. Like, oh. this is a debate on the show. Do we think he's going to drop a Jason Derulo in Absolutely the movie Cats? Not. No way. I think it's in his contract. <laughs> I think it has to <laughs> he be. He worked somewhere. it in. in yeah, the small he's like I, under one condition at the beginning of Rum Tum Tugger. I get to say Jason Derulo. I just I have to say this. When it comes to Cats, the reason why Cats, the stage production, works is it is decidedly not realism. You go in... I always refer to Cats as not a musical, but performance art. It is the most interactive concert you've ever been to in your life. It is this mega musical spectacle first. Like, you're not going there for, like, a plot. There is, like plots within it based on the characters but the audience isn't let in on that it's just uh-huh. you pick up on it the second you add dialogue which one doesn't make any sense you add songs which doesn't make any sense because every single song is a direct reference to a T.S. Eliot poem uh-huh. which they're doing for Taylor Swift is they're adding a song for her oh are they just so they can go for the freaking for they go Oscar. for Oscar I mean I've just accepted that as part of movie music right which point. is which I don't always hate but for Cats it doesn't make any sense because it is a very explicit source material they're going for extreme realism with mm-hmm. this stuff and that it doesn't work it def- it defeats the magic of the show in my unprofessional opinion it, sure. it just like you go to see leotards and face paint and uh-huh. people doing beautiful ballet 
Um, and it's just... I'm sure parts of it are going to be, like, visually stunning to see what they did with the sets when you can do this set on a massive budget. I don't budget, know how to watch like, this movie sober. Yeah, it's going to be a <laughs> challenge. Now, I've been given some thought to your Midsommar comparison. Yeah. And I didn't see Midsommar, but let me let me see if I'm on Wild the right track here. Yeah. Um, like is, is it that, like... It's decidedly, like, human but not human. Like, it hits yes. at this uncanny valley thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. This sunny exterior that obviously belies something darker, like, just beneath the surface. Right. Oh, yeah. uh, although in Cats, perhaps not as intentionally as in Midsommar. Actually, once you said that, I realized that very much is Cats, too. This yeah. gathering of hedonism yes. that obviously is going to lead to, like, yes. ill... All right, I think we've hit it. That's the energy. What I'm saying is that Cats is the number one horror movie I'm looking forward to in the coming year. That's what I said. I was like, hmm, this is going to be a great horror film. Yeah, this is going to blow Child's Play, like, right out of the water. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what else we have to look forward That's to this With year. Aubrey like, Plaza? You, you thought play. Us was upsetting? Kitten's <laughs> Play. I didn't, we, we didn't think Us was upsetting. We saw Us. Us was really cool. I loved Us. I didn't love it's, it. it. It's it's definitely like a weird, like, you walk out and you're like, I'm not the same human. Like, this, like sure. the real world feels bizarre once you walk out of the theater after seeing Us. I didn't love I it. love the first half hour of Us. Same, like, same, meeting same, the family same, same, and the same. initial home invasion. I'm yes. like, this is effective. This is strong. Yes. Then it gets into the mythology of what is going on, yeah. and it completely loses I me. think it falls apart. It explains it. A little bit, I but that was, only makes me have more questions. I, I think I'm like, was, who built this? Mm-hmm. Why is this here? Who is funding this? This they have like food being pumped in. Like right. who is behind this? I if you had not raised anything, if it was just like people look like you show up, that's so effective. Oh, you know what? I feel like watching cats is gonna feel like how I felt leaving that new Mary Poppins movie with Lin-Manuel Miranda. I see it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like that mixed with Midsommar. It's going to be like the weird like Disney uh-huh. kind of like... Disney's dis- doing a great job of like, ruining everybody's sense of nostalgia right now. And like distorted like plot, like just really loose like unresolved plot is going to be... That's going to make its way through Cats and then this like uncanny bad shrooms trip is uh-huh. also going I just to be. can't... I have no idea what they're going to do. I The second I saw that they added dialogue, I was like, and now I'm thinking about it, they're totally going to try and add some sort of more clear plot line 100%. to Cats. Yeah. And I'm so nervous. I'm like, what are you trying to add? Like, when you asked how Prince, the director of the original production of Cats, what Cats was about, you know what he said? It's a show about Cats. Right. <laughs> Like, I don't, like, and they're going to put some plot. I just, I'm so nervous to see what they do to try and make it more accessible I to. I wouldn't be nervous. I would just accept that it's going to be. It's going to be different. It's bad be and different uncomfortable. <laughs> and just kind of lean into that and be like, can we still have fun and see see what happens? I think it's still going to be fun. Can we still have fun? Can we still, can we enjoy an alternative interpretation? Like, uh, like the Lord of the Rings movies. Very different than the books that they are based true. on. But I superior in some ways. Uh, I like them a lot more than the books that they're based on. You know, like can, your we, opinion, can we hit? Yeah. Wrapped up. We've done the cat's talk. We, the plug train left the station early, but now, if y'all have anything that... Cat.scott94. That <laughs> that's my Instagram. Cat.scott94 on yeah. Instagram. Anything else you want to lay down for the people? Um, you know, I'm cat. <laughs> and I stand cats. And I don't stand the Cats movie, but I'm going to see it. And I can't wait to see you there. Exciting.
I'm Jace. Uh, you can follow me on any social media at J-A-C-E-N-Z-I-E-V. That's Instagram, Twitter, which I barely use. I also barely use Instagram. Um, don't follow me on Facebook. I won't accept you unless I know you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I approve this message. Excellent. Uh, as always, uh, listen to my other shows, the Pump and Publishing Podcast and Jay and the Jive Action Nerds. Uh, check out Patreon, patreon.com slash TV's Kevin, where you can check out a mostly weekly podcast featuring me and Kat called Hamill Minute. Hamill Minute! Where we break down Hamilton minute by minute. Uh, what minute are we on? Uh, we're about to record 42, 42, we are 42 minutes of Hamilton. 42 minutes into Hamilton, several years from now, we will be finished. I'd just like to point out that that's not even a third of the way. Not even a third. No, nope, we are finishing up. Wait for it. And we've been doing this for a year. <laughs> we've been doing it for a long time. We will never, this is our Sisyphean task. And we will push the boulder up the mountain and it will hit us on but the But we're window. willing to wait for it and I'm Cat Scott. Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs>